0: You doing out there? We hope you're doing real good. This is Matt and Ray from your favorite paranormal podcast show, Mostly Ghostly, coming to you live and direct from planet Earth in the living form realm, okay? The dimensional space that you share with us at this moment. We're coming to you from the 50th, 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 50th episode, 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 episode of Mostly Ghostly. Ghostly. My goodness, Ray, we made it this far. What do you think? How are you feeling about this? I'm feeling good. I think I'll pop the champagne. <laughs> it's fizzling all over the place, Ray. I like it. Yeah. that's Yeah. That's the way I like my champagne. Fizzling up. So, Dash gone. 50 episodes. My goodness. It's been uh, quite a ride, quite a journey. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm I'm enjoying, I'm already going to say, I feel like this is going to be a favorite episode of mine. I get a good vibe with it. You know, I almost have kind of a a community vibe of like the, when we got the questions from the audience, which I thought was awesome. One of my favorite episodes of all time. I almost have that feel right now, even though there's no, no audience contribution to the episode outside of listening. You know what I mean? Yep. There's something special in the air we'll say. You know what I mean? Insert fireworks here. Very nice. So, uh, yeah, you know, it's been a year, 50 episodes in a year is quite a distance, you know, with the COVID deal. I've said it before, I'll say it again, awful situation. But it, it, it did kind of put a lot of gears in motion on for a lot of different projects and people to do certain things. And, you know, the podcast realm has definitely kicked up. With, you know, COVID and everybody being, you know, home. I'm fighting through the burp. Sorry, folks. I'm sorry. But, yeah, so, you know, we were able to get what, we're, what we think, you know, roughly every every season, if you will, every year we'll do roughly probably 45, 50, 50 episodes. And we wouldn't have known that until, of course, we did the 50 episodes in a year. Now, we started this one a little later in the game, I feel, uh, like maybe a month or so late into the year, I feel, um, but I could be wrong. We did have a YouTube presence, if you will, um, before going, you know, audio-wise, which audio-wise is kind of, uh, we've, we've definitely found more of an audience with the with the audio podcasting thing, which is nice, you know what I mean? Uh, definitely something to think about. I know that other shows on the network are contemplating the audio jump, um, speculation. But uh, you know the it's good it's been good you know we still got those other episodes on the bombastic media youtube uh page they're like ancient relics of the mostly ghostly time yeah, with, with the numbers that are the numbers are I don't know the people it was, I don't know I don't know numbers weren't terrible but they weren't fantastic you know what i mean but what can you do sometimes nothing you know what i mean but uh here we are on the 50th and I uh, will say, you know, we are almost, we're pushing like 6,000 views, you know, which I appreciate. I know Ray appreciates right from the bottom of our ghostly hearts. Um, That's a good amount, you know, so that's, 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 that's almost 6,000 people, you know, or, or one person that was just very dedicated. You know what I mean? That listened to all those episodes. It's a lot of, that's a lot of episodes. It felt like a lot making them. I wonder what it's like listening to them. That could be a whole journey. Oh my, it could be something. Maybe in the future we'll have, we'll get, we'll incorporate some not just the questions of guests, but maybe the, the guests themselves in their in their physical form on the show to ask those questions. You never know. That'd be cool. That'd be that'd be good times. Now uh, I guess we to – the plan for today is I guess we're gonna kind of reflect. Because reflection's great. That's one thing we always like to say at Mostly Ghostly. Reflection's a beautiful thing. Like looking back on things and how they came to be and why they came to be. And, you know, moving forward, you realize you're going you to do those same decisions again? Or are you going to have new themes for episodes? You know what I mean? Life lessons and goals and aspirations. Know what I mean, Ray? Oh, yeah. I look,
1: I look back and I, I, I'm amazed at all of the topics in 50, uh, 50 episodes all the things that we've gone over and uh, I just take a, I was scrolling through, taking a look at them and thinking to myself, wow, we covered a lot of
0: ground in there. Yeah. When you first start a podcast, you go, there's so many different topics, but they're not really lined up in front of you. And these ones, the way we set them up, they just kind of fell in place and, you know, uh, a fine assortment we felt of, you know, themes and topics to discuss um within keeping our our keeping true to our form uh you know of our mostly ghostly but um yeah so the plan for this was we were just going to kind of roll through you know one to 50 or one to 49 realistically um uh, maybe we at the end of the show we can give an evaluation of this show that's never been done before in bombastic media history at least <laughs> so maybe we'll do that we'll, we'll review the show before it's even released ain't that nice so yeah Ray you were gonna say
1: that's an interesting way to go
0: I enjoy that we'll also let everybody know that um, this will probably this is well not probably this will be the last episode of the year and hey you with that bomb too. Um, We're going to give you a couple seconds to regain your posture, get off the ground, sit back in your chair. All right, everybody's back in form. This will be the last episode of the year, but don't you worry. We're already scheduling hot new episodes for the the coming year. Um, Starting off with the boom, you know what I mean? It's going to be some really good stuff. Um, If you like this year, you're going to love next year. You know what I mean? That's all I can say about that right there. Ray, you want to say anything else before we roll up into these, uh, these the reflection of the, the past 50 episodes?
1: Uh, no, I, w- I want to take a look back. I want to go down that memory lane and uh, take a look at what happened.
0: Let's do it. And with that being said, we journey into the last 49 episodes of Mostly Ghostly. Episode one medium death the first episode all right february 19th now that wasn't the official street date on this episode because if i remember correctly this was one of the episodes that was on youtube i believe the first 10 episodes 9 or 10 episodes maybe 11 um are on youtube um they're on there with a cool graphic, limited edition graphic, <laughs> <laughs> visual screen while you while it plays the audio. Um, but medium death, um, classic, you know, this episode dives into, you know, the whole fact that Ray's uh, has, is, is a medium uh, and with the mediumship stuff. And we talk about, you know, death, you know, and when you're talking about anything ghostly or paranormal or really kind of anything. Death, death has a place in everything. Um, you know, you got to bring the Big Mac Daddy into the situation. So, you know, that's that. That was that. And you remember anything special from that show? Uh, I mean, it was of course it was magically delicious and special, uh, multi, multi multi marshmallowy flavors. But um, anything that chimes in that stuck in your heart had a little post-it note in your heart from that episode.
1: Uh, not specific. I just remember it being a good starting point because uh, with a name like Mostly Ghostly and Ghost, yeah, Death, The Other Side, The Spirit World, uh, touching on that to kind of open the door for Mostly Ghostly so people could uh, see and listen, uh, it being YouTube, uh, but mostly just listen and uh, kind of get a taste of where we might be going with this and... Uh, the main topic that that we were going to talk about and let's face it any type of haunting or any type of uh ghost that all has to do with death that we're transitioning over yeah
0: it's true you know what i mean that was a um, that was a good introduction episode if anybody wants to hear us at our most of, uh radio virginy um when we were in our pubescent radio year, well, Ray did radio before this. So I can't say when I was in my pubescent, Ray was, he was, he was an old prize fighter coming back to the ring. We'll say, right. And I was a full of piss and vinegar fighter on the come up who just got hair on his pubical area. And he wanted to talk about ghostly things. And, uh, yeah, we 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 teamed up. We, we 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 brought tag team wrestling to the boxing world, and behold, a mostly ghostly.
1: Right well, that's kind of like yeah. You you say tag <laughs> team wrestling, and the first thing that comes to mind is, "Are you ready to rumble?" That's
0: true. Uh, we rumbled in the spirit world. Is what we did. Believe that. Hell yeah medium death. If you ever want to, you want to go back to the origins, you go rock that episode. And, uh, it'd probably be fun. Well, I can't say probably cause I've done it recently. Um, it is very interesting to go listen to the first episode and then catch an episode now and just hear the, the flowing and dynamic of things. Um, it's a lot more freer as you would, as you would imagine. You know what I mean? It's a lot more when you're in the beginning, you know, you don't, it's the beginning, homie beginning of time it's genesis it's genesis of mostly ghostly yeah you're
1: you're testing those waters there right now we're just kind of olympic swimmers
0: maybe we'll we'll, how how many how many books are in the bible oh i don't know all right so maybe we'll do that that's that's how many seasons we'll do and then we'll hang up our our ghostly coats. We don't want to talk about the sad days like that. Today, we're talking about the first episode. Uh, Medium Death was a lot of fun, you know what I mean? And it was uh, definitely a good introduction in many ways, I thought, to the show. That was, that was my take on that one. Uh, episode number two. Um, the first time we got really into the, some, some nitty gritty, we have, you know, the rehearsal space of horrors episode with David McDonough. Um, in this, in this episode, Dave tells us about a rental space that we had over in Hanson, Massachusetts. You know, anybody local kind of knows about it over by the train tracks and the D and D's over there. Um, up the street a little bit from the mental hospital that is also kind of known for, you know, folklory, ghostly, weird Mm -hmm. stuff over there. But, uh, you know, I like this episode a lot. You know, Dave's a filmmaker-directed groundhog for Boombastic Films and stuff. Been, been in the mix for a while. Um, and, you know, a lot of creepy stuff. I recommend anybody looking for some wild, weird, creepy, ghostly stuff. This kind of one had it all. It had, you know, appar- people seeing apparitions, people stumbling into like an abandoned room that nobody knew about that had a bunch of artifacts that went with, a, a crime investig and in- investigation for crime that was going on um yeah all types of you know good talk good discussion i remember about i think it was the first time that i we talked about um how if you how you can be sucked back to a place when you die, it can pull you back i thought that and I thought that was very interesting that was one of the things that I remember a lot from that episode. Anything from that I remember so it struck a, strike a, strike in your head right now as we talk about heat
1: well that was a that was a dark place it had some dark energies there, and they manifested and he told the stories about that yeah. uh some nasty stuff going on it had a nasty history in this world and it seems to can. Have continued in the spirit world. They would just uh, would just keep coming back. Uh, evil place, evil energies, and yeah, that's that's definitely creepy. Yeah. Well, what he ha- what he had there, what he experienced there that that was a definite creep factor and very very dark.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, anybody looking for some creep factor stuff, go check out that one. That packs a wallop. That's that's nice. The people out there like ghost stories and stuff, which I'm a big fan of. I fa- Some of the episodes that I kind of favor the most are ones where we have really passionate, detailed, in-depth stories uh, where people kind of walk through situations they've been involved in, you know what I mean? Um, and, that, and Dave talking about this place was definitely one of those, you know, for sure. Uh, episode number three, you know what I mean? February 23rd again, this is a part of uh, the first bundle that was originally on YouTube. So that date might not be completely accurate, but this episode number three medium ships last forever with Audra Morse. Um, this episode came from, you know, the fact that there there was a the medium ship between Ray and, and Audra, you know, they, they met in the medium world and um You kind of what's the what's the right word for the mentor for that, too? Or would it be
1: something else? Uh, Mentor mentor is right. I think she always had the empathic abilities and uh, she took a class. I was teaching a seminar and training to be able to to be able to expand those. She also had some interesting uh, an interesting story about a place. I think that was the one where she talked about uh, where she lived and that entity that was haunting them. Like the little ghouly creature
0: things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was my favorite part of the episode. And
1: how to get rid of that. Plus, her her personal experiences to kind of confirm uh, that there is something after life that we do continue on. Her being able to uh, bring that up and uh, tell those stories, too, to show people that uh, there's more than just this physical body.
0: It's true. Yeah. That was good times. We'll have, she, she comes back into the fray again later on, and we'll be having her back on the show in season two, the, ne- the next season. Uh, next up, episode four When Death Consumes, one of my favorite titles of um, an episode. And uh, yeah, this was a, a, a dreary but fun little episode, a little dark, where we kind of go into um, what goes on. After the process of dying, you know what I mean? After you die, what exactly happens in the physical and in the spiritual? So that was always a fun episode. Any Anything to reflect on that episode, Ray?
1: Well, one thing I liked, we had the opportunity to talk about uh, different rituals and different cultures, so what they, what they do to the body and how they view the separation of the spirit and the body. Yeah. And I think that's the first time I think we... We tapped into to the Tibetan Book of the Dead, the Bartok Toto, and their ritual. And uh, yeah, we went to different parts of the world and things that they do to uh, help the spirit of the soul pass on and move on smoothly. And I, we got a chance to get that out there, as well as take a look at what happens to the physical body and uh, what we do to it and the attachment we have to it, which, which that attachment really is what helps generate ghosts.
0: Or yeah. spirit, yeah, yeah. I like that one. That was good times. Next up, we have episode number five, Gen. Not the drink. You know what I mean? Uh, we talked about the the the, the, the folklore uh, legend of Gen. You know what I mean? Also, if the Wishmaster for any horror fans out there, that was like the Gen. That's a, that was kind of the deal. There was a couple movies. Toby Hooper also made a, a film later in his career called Jin if I remember correctly.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, that was a favorite of mine. Uh, the reason being is it tapped into what we view as demons and entities from the other side. Also, how naive people are that uh, there are people that think that they can uh, summon and control these entities, so I went a lot in, into that and how it, how serious some cultures uh, take it. There are still parts of the Middle East where they take it very, very seriously and they take drastic and we go into them drastic measures. Uh, if they think someone is possessed.
0: Yeah. yeah. I learned a lot on that episode. I'll say going into it, I didn't know a whole bunch about the gen. I knew, you know, I knew about the Wishmaster for stuff you see in the movies, you know what I mean? But um learned a lot and uh, it was cool. Cause I remember I watched a movie uh, later after that. And um, if, I felt like I probably wouldn't have liked the movie as much if I didn't know kind of the backstory and a little bit of the, the, the folklore and all that, that I learned from that, from that episode, because uh, they, they played true to everything that we kind of talked about. And I enjoyed that aspect of it. So that kind of saved the movie for me. So in that sense, you got to applaud it because uh, it's helping out cinema at that point. You know what I mean? Which, uh, me and Ray, both being cinema folks, we always have to give a big high five to that. Uh, episode number six. Uh, unfortunately, Ray Bootman was not with us on this episode, but we had a guest, Insane Shane McCain, in the building. Insane Shane McCain's a gentleman I've known for almost probably 20 years now, uh, he's a musician super talented one. Um, he does like a country rap comedy type deal. That is, uh, don't let that turn you off by what I just said. It's actually really good. Uh, the production value is on top and it's, you know, the writing's really good. Like it's actually funny and the music's really good. It's like, it's, it's well put together stuff. But uh, he came on to tell us a couple of, the name of that episode. Did I tell you the name of it? The Witch- no, you haven't said it yet. Yeah, You haven't said it yet. Witches, bitches, and hoes. Now, I know that title turns off a lot of people, maybe Ray. But if anybody listened to the episode or knows Insane Shane McCain, the name of the episode is definitely molded towards his brand of comedy and such. Because um, we talk about things such as those, you know. And he had some really crazy stories to go back to what I was saying earlier about my favorite parts of the you know, episodes or when people that dealt with really weird stuff go in, deep into like passionate stories that are just very believable and stuff. Cause not so on our show, but in, in other shows and stuff um, I've, I've heard people tell stories that just didn't feel real at all. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, this was real fun. There's two stories on there about, which is that when he was telling them, I was captivated and it was, I've listened to it before to hear it again, because that's how great of the stories they are. And I always recommend this. It does have points against it for not having Ray boot in it. It can never officially be a 100 percenter without Ray, but it is, uh, if it had Ray in it, it could quite possibly be uh, maybe, maybe one of our best episodes, maybe, you know, It'd be one of those things. I think it's right up there. What's quite praise to this episode is that this is probably top three, top five, definitely episodes of the 50 episodes we've done and Ray's not in it. That's just praise to that episode. And, but it's very sad. Ray's not in it because that would have probably made it the number one slot, but I don't think it could ever be number one because it doesn't have Ray. You know what I mean? But, Great episode. Uh, definitely recommend. Has Ray listened to this episode? Or, uh, no, I haven't. By choice, or is it just a, let's not get into anything. Let's not go down. We might don't, don't not want to go. <laughs> uh,
1: no, it's, it's, it's mostly a case of running around telling myself i got to listen to
0: that and then not getting back to it. No, I hear you. It's, it's when you, yeah, I, I feel the vibe. It's one of those things like I, we record it. Then I edit it up and I put it out. I usually listen to a thing three times. You know, those three deals is like how we go through it. And um, every now and then I'll come back to episodes. But I kinda, when you're doing it, you do it. And even when you're doing a show, you don't really want to go back and listen to episodes because then you might start to critique yourself and stuff. So I understand the whole deal. You know, like Alexander Hawk does not listen to anything. I don't know why he wouldn't, but, but he's so, he's so dedicated that he doesn't even listen to podcast episodes that he's not in. You know, he's so dedicated. He just don't listen to any podcast. Not even like if, if it's just me and your show, you know what I mean? So he's just very dedicated to not listening to podcasts, but he's a part of two of them (laughs) too. He's a good man. Alexander Hawk, you'll never hear this. So it's all good. All right, folks. We're going into the next episode, which is episode, I believe, number six. If we're on top of the game. No, we're episode number seven, folks. And that is Residence Evil with Mary Hines. Um, another episode that Ray Bootman was not a part of. Ray Bootman, had a, he wanted more money. So he, he was holding out for a big uh, $10,000 checks in episodes so he could come back. No, I don't know why. I forget why. Um, We were never trying to replace Ray Booten, and Ray Booten never had beef. It just, for whatever reason, I think the one with Mary Hines was my nanu nanu, and I think she just would have felt more comfortable, and we would have got a better, more stuff out of her with me sitting down with her and talking about things. Um, And in this episode, she talks about, like, she used to have a, do a residency where she would like take care of uh, like mentally handicapped people and uh, people had mental illness that were a little like tapped out and stuff like that. And she'd tell, she had a few stories of where like possession type stories, which was crazy where she, you know, she had people that, you know, were speaking in different languages and stuff like that. Um, She also talked about uh, when she worked a little bit for, like, uh, one of the ch- big churches in Boston, which uh, you'll have to listen to the episode to get the full deal on that, but um, how the- there was, like, some, like, she helped get involved with some, like, pedo like, bring down some, like, molestation shit. Uh, she brought some people to the light that were, like, caught doing – she caught them doing something crazy. Uh, and because of sh- her, them, her catching them doing something crazy, they looked into them and they found out crazier things. So there was something like that. Uh, listen to the episode. Definitely a good watch. And um, it was fun. Residence. She's a religious woman too. So like it had that element, which is always fun. And and uh, that adds to it. You know what I mean? Because a lot of the, when you get, when you got religion involved, people that believe in the religion, I feel like they're, they're easy. It, it, The spiritual, they're already halfway there on the spiritual side of things, you know what I mean? Um, They're pretty open to it. Their whole thing, the whole thing of religion is spiritual, you know what I mean? So you can't, you can't really deny, even if you're denying certain things, if you believe in all the spiritual side of the Bible and stuff, but don't believe in ghosts and all that stuff happening in life now, then I don't, you kind of contradict yourself. That's my opinion on that. Episode number eight. Eight types of ghosts with our pal, Audra Morris. Ray Bootman. What do you think? Your, your pal returned again. We gotta get her back. She did two episodes in like a four episode thing and then we haven't seen her for 40 episodes. <laughs> we'll bring her back. Um, no, she's, she was almost a part of the Halloween thing, but I think circumstances, you know, I think it was a Zoom issue or something like that. She wasn't involved, but we'll have her back soon. Um, eight types of ghosts was a fun episode that we, talked about doing for a while, right? Oh, yeah, and
1: uh, she she does uh, she does want to come back. Oh, I
0: know, I know, I know, I'm
1: joking. Yeah. Um, no, I think that was good for a variety of reasons. One of them is that people are always talking about ghosts and then they say, oh, what's a shadow person? And what's a this? What's a that? And we went down a basic list so that yeah. and talked about each one so that someone could take a look at it and go, oh, now I know. Or, oh, yeah, I know what that is. And Oh, I didn't realize that existed. So there it was a chance of it being able to put it out there for someone who's interested in uh in ghost, whether it's exploring or just has an interest overall, to get some background on the different types and uh how they how they stand and what they are. And I think that you know, if you've got that interest in the ghostly or in the ghost, then uh that that old episode is good because it covers all that and gives you a basic background on uh, those eight different types.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I like that one too because it was kind of like one of the learning ones a little bit where, you know, really get to categorize the certain types. You know what I mean? Ghosts are various things. You say ghost so much for multiple things, but it was good to break down the different types. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, episode nine with dark subjecting that was the Chomo Pedo goes. Um, we at this time, me and Ray just shot a short film, uh, pre COVID that will, um, that while we we're at this place, there was an occurrence where, you know, we had some kids on set and, um, they were shooting, they were shooting a scene. It was like a birthday party scene and we were shooting them on a couch and, um, when, uh, when I yelled cut and, and told the kids that they could leave, I heard this weird, no, like thing in, in the background And I like looked over to Dave was there. I looked at Dave, who's an empath and he sends his stuff. And I said, did you hear that? And he said, yeah. And then that was, yeah, I didn't think much of it. Cause we had to keep going and maybe it wasn't a ghost. Maybe it was something weird. Maybe it was, I don't, you know, a, a squeaking of some sort or something, you know, we didn't get into it. Um, Long story short is, you know, after the shoot, we were talking to the homeowner and she was telling me how like in that windowsill that was right where I was sitting, she's seen the, the plant like spin by itself with nobody there. And I said, well, that's very interesting. And so I did some research on the house and I found out that there was a dude there that died um, who had charges against him for sexual charges that were like. Kid type stuff, like it didn't. The research I did wouldn't let me go too deep into it, but it was sexual and kids were related type deal. So we we I took that that as soon as I seen that I I was thinking about that thing, and in my head it popped, and it was like I didn't hear when did I hear that no sound, and I heard that no sound when I told those kids that they could get out of that area where everybody sees that paranormal shit happening. So pretty much when I said kids move away from that energy is when I heard that, no, and that dude, I couldn't go to sleep after that popped in my head that creeped me the fuck out. So for, I I hit up Ray after that. And we talked about it a little bit. And I think in this episode, uh, Ray, did you also have like a story that was kind of along the lines of like pedophile ghost shit or something weird like that too?
1: Oh, yeah, we talked about several things. One was uh, that negative energy and how that person is holding on yeah. and won't won't leave, which is why he's haunting. The yeah. other one is that um, I talked about an experience, what I call the disappearing house. Mm-mm. Right. Yeah. yeah w- where myself and my wife drove by and there, there was a house and something occurred. And uh, she mentioned it. I mentioned about, uh, nope, no. I mean, I immediately got the negative. And we've gone back several times looking for it. And this is a street I go up, a regular ba- up and down on a regular basis. Um, and have been for about the last year. I didn't used to, but for about the last year. And we cannot find the house. I even checked where the lot number was. There used to be a house there. And the house belonged to a guy who had murdered children. And the details, uh, the details of, uh, some of that is in the episode as to actually what was seen and how creepy it was. And even recently, uh, last week, yeah, last weekend we drove down that street and nope, house is not there. It's just an empty spot on that lot number and there's nothing there, but we saw the house and we saw something else in the looking out of that house.
0: Yeah. It's craziness. Yeah. Creepy. I love, it. Yeah, you, I
1: love it. Evil doesn't want to let go. It tries to suck you in. And I think uh, we talked about that during the episode.
0: Yeah, that was an ongoing theme where we talked about that in the Dave episode, too, with the with the rehearsal space of horrors, uh, the evil sucking you back. I remember reflecting on, on that episode in this episode, which because I remember really I blowing my mind a little bit, never thinking of that. And when you when you dropped that knowledge on me in, in episode two, I was like, damn. Um, episode number 10. Which I believe episode number nine was that a, episode number nine might have been our last YouTube episode. I'm trying to think of which one dropped. Maybe, uh, we'll, well, maybe it was uh, coming up, but uh, episode 10 was electric light orchestration in the mixed bag episode. And this was a fun episode where it kind of, we started talking a little bit about the different kind of UFO things that we've seen throughout our years. Uh, me and Ray shared a few stories, which are fun. Like I said, if you like stories, go dip into that episode and hear some cool stories. Um and in the mixed bag stuff, we almost got into some really behold the pill podcast type stuff where we just talked a little bit about, you know, some conspiracy stuff and blurred the lines a little bit t- between alien and political stuff, I think. Uh, political, more like Illuminati, alien within the politics side, not like who everybody should vote for for president politically, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, that was a fun mixed bag one. That was, that was. That was good. You know, it was good. That was the first time we really kind of went off the reservation, so to speak, of the mostly ghostly form, you know what I mean? To to really make that mostly capitalized in the ghostly, you know what I mean? But that was fun. Do you remember anything from uh, anything from that occasion?
1: Uh, Yeah, we talked about the possibility, but I think we also brought up the possibility that, you know, um, aliens can simply be... Beings from another dimension, right. and so a go- so a ghost. They're spirits of beings that haven't let go from another dimension. Right. We touched on stuff like that. uh The episodes or the experiences we both had, but it, yeah, it was kind of wide ranging and uh hit on some pretty good stuff in there.
0: Yeah, I, that's a, anybody looking for a little flip, a little flipped up you know, maybe we flipped up mostly ghostly episode out of your norm. Mostly go, mostly go. That's probably the one you don't want to go to and listen to. We are out of character, so to speak, not so much, but definitely. I think that's probably the furthest outside of our box that we've traveled discussion wise. Um, next up with spiritual treatment with Melissa Potter, you know, Melissa Potter is a part of the shock treatment with Mel and Maddie show. It's part of our network. And um, we had her on the show to kind of promote, you know, shock treatment as well as talk with the boot man himself over here. And he did a little read on her, um, which whenever Ray does reads, I always get quiet and just watch because it's very interesting and intense. And to see him work is like crazy. Unfortunately, you guys just hear it, hear him work. Uh, Usually I had to see it. I've been lucky enough to see it in person. I think I've even seen it on the Zoom format. Um, But always, always good times. And uh, for anybody who's even a naysayer out there, I'd say peep it because, or listen to it, uh, leap it, uh, because it's definitely some interesting stuff and it might flip your opinion. You know what I mean? Yeah, basically Do you want to say anything about that episode? And it was kind of a per, like it was a little personal for you because you were diving deep into it with her about her family and such. So I don't know how far out you want to go with that. Well,
1: when she was talking and she was, um, she had different emotions, and it was definitely it was definitely spontaneous. Yeah, her her family showed up. And then I started giving the, the information, and she responded to that information
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, to, to confirm it. But it wasn't something that was planned. It was, yeah. uh, as I think I said in the past, that those in spirit appear when we need them, not necessarily when we want them. And yep. she needed that that day. They showed up and were kind of insistent, so I gave the information. And uh, I think it worked out well for her and yeah it it was an it was an interesting episode, particularly when that happens unplanned, and it just starts coming out. I always find that rather interesting because you have to you're guided to do it, and you're given the information. It's not something you can force
0: yeah, yeah, she was originally coming on to promote shock treatment because we tried to cross over the shows um at that point to um you know get every you know let everybody know there's more than just one show if if you like that type of thing and then that the medium thing you talk you talking to her about her, her family was was yeah just was an extra you know and to bring up that crossover thing brings us in a season one episode 12 the most haunted movies mashup mania which was at the time a big gigantic deal um it was uh, the Boombasta cast, folks, shock treatment people, of course, mostly ghostly. And then uh, Billy Coyne was also sitting in. I think I think he was the odd man out a little bit without a show, but was still sitting in. And with that, we just kind of went through a list of all the most haunted movies, you know, be it movies with ghosts supposedly on film or, you know, a curse that happened after. I think we even talked a little bit about um but that was a fun episode. And what I remember being fun about that, well, uh, looking back on it, which was kind of fun to look at, is the fact that we did a two-hour and 20-minute episode. And I remember at the time going, wow, that's really long. And, and nowadays, um, our last big video thing we did was, what was that, like four, four hours and something? The Christmas thing was like four and a half hours or something, the, the Halloween um, the super, Boombastic Super Duper Halloween Extravaganza show You can go yeah, catch that Catch that on Boombastic Media's YouTube page Right now I think that was like four and a half hours uh, Broken up into two parts for anybody That don't want to sit for two and a half hours And have their le- legs not work when they stand up But um, Yeah, so like it's, It was almost fun looking back on it now To know that like I remember at the time being like Damn, fuck, two two hours and 20 minutes oh, That's a lot, that's a lot and then we bang out like, we're, we're recording, we'll be recording our Christmas episode this coming weekend. And that'll be probably more, that'll probably be closer to a four or five hour thing. You know what I mean? Um, we'll see, but, uh, yeah, where we go for length size matters here at, at, at mostly ghostly. Um, but that was fun. That was a good, that was our first really big mashup. We had fun. And that was pre, that was pre, uh, zoom and COVID where we, everybody was at my kitchen table, sitting around my kitchen table, chopping it up, which I can't wait to get back to doing that. Um, one of these days, we're going to get a big carved out wooden table with the Boombastic Media, Boombastic Bomb logo in the middle of it. And every we'll get the, the mics and everybody will sit around that like a corporate boardroom and do our big shows. That'll be fun. But uh, next up after that, I think that right there might have been our last or maybe our first episode that was straight digital. I know every show released this. This this, this episode was actually released by every show that was a part of it. Uh, the shock treatment, Boom cast. Uh, actually, I don't think Boom Bast uh, Boom cast didn't because they were a video one, but mostly Ghostly and, and Shock Treatment both. And this was both before ugh, before before. Behold the Pill podcast was a thing So it was even before those dudes came into the mix uh, But yeah, for sure um, Next up Dark energy for dark times um, That was uh, April 2nd I remember that was like the beginning of COVID When COVID first kind of struck Because um, that's I think that's kind of what we were talking about Wasn't it? The, the, the COVID deal uh, yep. Covid
1: came up, and the reason being, everything that was going on, all of the emotions, and a lot of that pouring out yeah. into the uni- into the universe, into the world, right? And all those dark energies, how it affects people, how it affects uh, society, but also how it affects the spirit world. All that energy going out there and what it harnesses or releases. Uh,
0: a lot
1: of that was uh, going into on that in that episode.
0: Yeah, it's kind of crazy to think how uh, how many episodes we've done in during COVID, you know what I mean? Because right now is the kickoff point. This was the first episode of the, the COVID deal, you know what I mean? But yeah, I remember this. This one got a lot of good hits, too. This was one of those ones that popped really quick from the get-go for us. We have a few episodes that really got slammed. Uh, I mean, slammed. I mean, like we got like 500 listens like that first week. Like there's, was, there was a couple of them that really took off. You know what I mean? Uh, which we're entering that realm right now, uh, of where the ones that take off. And this was the first one that got up there. Uh, most, uh, the dark time energy. It was a slow progress where it was up around like maybe 200 listens, but we would, our further ones, um, went into. I remember going into distances. I don't have the numbers in front of me right now, but I remember which ones did good. Like season fourteen, uh, season one, episode fourteen, the Western Mass Hauntings. I know all the as we've talked about before. All the ones where we did the Mass Hauntings, those banged out like five hundred listens. Those were big. You know what I mean? Um, I guess kind of a sign of what people want to want to uh, hear. Hear so, uh, I guess expect in the next episode, next, (laughs) well, yeah, realistically, the next episode would be season two. So expect in season two to hear more, uh, folklore, legendy stuff. And, uh, if you happen to, if you're listening to this and you have, you come from a certain area, uh, in the country or in the world, and you want to hear about your area and drop us a line and guess what we'll be doing an episode on folks. All right. But yeah, Western mass hauntings. That was good time. Do you remember? Do you remember uh, any of the, the big the big pops from that one?
1: Uh, specifically, no. Uh, we did a lot of Massachusetts, but I agree that uh, what you're looking at there is that, yeah, it's it's hauntings and it's ghosts, and you get we took the stories and tried to look at it to see what may have been just folklore and what there may have been real behind it, as far as the hauntings go why it might be haunted. And yeah, there were were some of them in spots where uh, it was kind of like, okay, this is a legend that also shows up here and originally started out in Europe and it goes on and on and be able to differentiate between that and what locally may have actually happened to contribute to a genuine haunting.
0: Yeah, I remember there was a lot of like Native American stuff like the Bash Fish, you know, uh, uh, I think a lot of like the the lovers stuff, where there was a couple stories of like the lovers, you know, going to meet each other and dying, and then being like caught up in it a little bit. Bigfoot, remember Bigfoot of Berkshire? What well, I think it was Berkshire County. Um, that was kind of a thing they talked about, which throughout is different, different Bigfooty things. You know what I mean? Uh, some haunted mansions, the Phantom Express. I remember from from Western Massachusetts. That was one. Of, that was a fun one. You see that, like, in... I think, like, Spielberg had, like, Amazing Stories episode that had, like, a Phantom Express-type situation in it. Um, but that was fun, you know? Yeah, Western Mass was good. Uh, episode 15, of course, we moved into Central Mass Hauntings. You know what I mean? That was a good deal for anybody out there that uh, liked them. We had, like, the Spider Gates um, situation where, um, you know, it, 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 it was like the, the the weird gates at the cemetery type situation,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, you know. That, I remember that was kind of creepy. That was kind of a fun one a little bit, you know what I mean? The Possession of Maurice Terrolt, I remember that was an interesting one. The Ghost Mill was fun. Do you remember the Ghost Mill one, the Haunted Mill? I think it disappeared. Uh, is that the one outside of Worcester? I believe it
1: is, yeah. Yeah, I, re- I remember that, yeah. Definitely remember that
0: one there. That was the, the one of the New England airship invasion, the 1909 one. That was a, that we talked about that and that that was interesting for sure. Yeah. The next episode after that, I believe we followed up with the North Shore hauntings, you know, keeping it going with the, the Massachusetts things, you know, witches and warlocks were brought up in that, which was fun. You know, the, the Gloucester Sea Serpent, of course, you know, that was a fun one. Um, whenever you get into that weird, um weird stuff. like sea creaturey type deals, that's when that stuff creeps me out. Those big long serpenty, you know, like the, the beast uh, book and movie. You know, all the weird, you know, Cthulhu type stuff. All that weird stuff that you're in the water. Like I'm not a big fan of the water to begin with. So like, you put me in the water with a big tentacle creature. Forget about it. You know what I mean. So that's why that's the The stories of like that stuff, you know, creep me out a little more. You know, I remember the Rockport's Witch Wesson, I believe was one of them. Um, And the Dogtown one where the, it was like, I think it was like uh, like the, the, like a outcasted area where like, they'd call everybody witches and shit and they'd live with the dogs and the cats and stuff like that. Just like wild, wild, crazy stuff.
1: Yeah, I think that Dogtown one, uh, yeah, it was a bunch of outcasts. Uh, they claimed they were witches. I think they kept the dogs for protection to warn them when people were coming. Yeah. They got the, they got the nickname Dogtown. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that had some that had some strange legend and strange stories attached to it.
0: Yeah. And, yeah, I think the great, Greater Boston, I think, was next, if I remember correctly. Let me see. Yeah, yeah. Greater Boston was next. Um, that had some crazy stuff up in it, too. I remember, um, uh, the old powder house was one that was a The Dover Demon was the one that I remember the most. Um, it stuck out to me, and that was the one with, like, um, you know, the, the, the two different people that seen that seen the demon on the side of the road type deal, and um. There was two different stories, kind of describing the same thing. But the thing that was weird about that one, if I remember correctly, was that it happened. It was like a, a like a like a Friday night, a Saturday night, and then never again, ever again. It was just like that one weird occurrence thing, and it was on the side of the road. So it almost makes you wonder if it was just somebody messing around for the week at, weekend. You know what I mean?
1: Well, that that that'd be the time to do it when people are out drinking.
0: That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I remember the next up, uh, we broke it, broke it up a little bit with that uh, episode, uh, 18, I think it is. And, um, we had Draco Paranormal, uh, with guest investigators, Lori Higgins and Anthony Douglas. I believe this was the first time we, we, we had outsider people we've never met before on the show. I think that was, this was our first episode of that. Um, so of course, you know, it, it, you know, you're always you're hoping that it'll be great, and this was really good. Um, this was a little before the Zoom era, where things were as as, as beautifully um, recorded as they are now, where everything's even. Even before we had like a weird system set up, but it was not the worst thing in the world. But uh, this was fun. Got to hear a lot of cool, interesting stories. Um, they did, you know, the, the I remember the, dev, the the Devil's Bridge. Was one that was real creepy. I remember them talking yeah. about where they went to went there, and um, one of the persons heard heard a voice tell them to jump, and like just create like people go there and kill themselves. Like it had a whole bunch of crazy uh, stuff. So pop into that. I think they were Kentucky, if I remember correctly. If I remember, I think they were. They also had
1: some uh, really creepy stuff. Uh, home stuff happen in a house too.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Voices and. The smelling of the rotting flesh. I remember
1: yeah, that. They, 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 they had some really... Well, I would call it cool.
0: Some people would call it creepy. Well, you, you wouldn't call it cool if it was in your house, maybe. You got to look at it that way. If you got if you got rotted, the smell of rotting flesh, that's going to bother you after a while. I, I guess you could sage. Get, get rid of it. Out. You could hit it with the sage... Oh yeah, sage, salt, do the whole thing. They say in the world of paranormal, the sage getting hit with the sage is like getting hit with the gauge, kid. Bang! Watch out, lay it down. Tell your family to come collect you. You've been, you've been got. Uh the next episode: nineteen Southern Mass hauntings. You know, which is classic. That's moreover in my neck of the woods. You know, I got the Bridgewater Triangle tie-ins a little bit. Um. The Rock of Ages was in there, I think. I, I don't think that the, I don't think they had um, that, uh, what is uh, Denton Rock, dighton Rock, and Rock wasn't in there. But uh, that was a fun one. Uh, the Shad Factory was in there, which was a lot of fun. I remember that. Um, the Hornbine School was up in there. That was cool. You know, they didn't really get into Bridgewater Triangle that much, but they did talk about the Red-Headed Hitchhiker, which is like notorious South Shore you know, um, Southern Massachusetts folklore, which is a big part of the Bridgewater triangle deal. They got, you know, and uh, Lizzie Borden, they brought up, of course, because how could you bring up, you know, how could you not bring up the Lizzie Borden house where she cut up her folks. And uh, we'll have to do an episode on that whole deal. Cause she got away with it, which was interesting. Right.
1: Uh, Yeah. I think uh, if I remember correctly, at the time we talked about the family dynamics there because it was her and her sister and the parents were abusive. And there's a whole possibility that uh, it was some sort of kind of setup. because I know that she and her sister ended up with the estate. It was, I don't remember the details of it, but yeah, that was, that was, uh, that was
0: quite,
1: quite the thing.
0: Yeah. There was a big speculation with like her uncle too, right? Like where she, her and her, Uncle were in cahoots. Something weird. Yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot of family intrigue in that one. Yeah. Um, after that, you know, episode twenty, you know, we had, of course, the Cape Cod hauntings. More, we're talking about Cape Cod and the islands, folks. Not just a a, a nice getaway, uh, Eastern getaway. You know what I mean. You know, the Barnstable house was in there, which was pretty notorious for it. Screech and Hannah Screechum, remember her? That was interesting. She was more of like a victim, I felt, where they just hated, they hated on her. Poor thing. You know, UFOs were big down there. I remember that was a deal. And, uh, you know, the hyena hunt. For some reason, I remember hyena hunt. Um, for, but but uh, I, I don't really quite remember what it was. Um, but, yeah, I remember UFOs were a big deal there. Uh, rich and famous. I want to say like Aykroyd and Belushi um, and the Kennedys or like on Martha's Vineyard. I want to say that they all seen supposed aliens and stuff. Um, but yeah. Um, and then next up after that was our, our second, you know, guest that we didn't know that came into the mix. Now, I guess we, we say we know him, you know, our pal Ray over there, Ray Arnold, our pal over at Metro West Paranormal. I believe his daughter stopped in for a little bit of that interview as well, which was fun. You know, I think we're supposed to be having uh, them and their whole paranormal team on in the new season. There's a whole lot of them. There's like 15 of them. So that'll be fun to see how we juggle that. And uh, I mean, that, that alone could be worth your admission fee and entertainment. You know what I mean? Um, crazy madness. And luckily for you, admission fee is free. So I hope you can afford that. Uh, that followed up by... Episode twenty-two. Alright, Ray. We the G C G S with Cindy Lou. You know what that stands for. That's Gentlemen. Oh, yeah, yeah Gentlemen's Club Ghost Stories, baby. So uh we'll dip, we'll give the PG version and say if you ever wanted to know what it was like to work at a strip club that's haunted and to be followed home by those ghosts to haunt your residence then you might just love this episode and Cindy Lou is very lovable and the best. She's been in the mix with bombastic forever. Great people, great, great, great people. Um, you know, and uh, that episode is definitely a lot of fun. Um, yeah, it was cool. That was crazy. Cause they would follow them. You know, the, I remember them following back to their house. Um, and they were like they were moving moving stuff around and setting things up. We, I won't go too deep into it because definitely use it as a tease to go listen to the episode because it's fun times, but I remember that they tried to, they tried to impress the ladies let's just say that the ghosts were even trying to impress the ladies and do favors to, to, to earn their favors earn their, earn their uh their their friendships.
1: We also uh, took we also took a little look at the ground and the territory where the club was and where they lived and what the influence of that might be. Yeah. Uh, The uh, rock formations, the amount of crystal in the ground. uh, There was a lot of influences there that would lend itself to uh, spirits being able to haunt and being able to use that energy.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was good times, you know what I mean? That was very a uh, fun episode. Uh, there's some good laughs in there too, as well as some creepy moments. Um, next up on a big episode here, uh, are aliens really demons? This is one of my favorite episodes of discussion. Um, we talked about doing this episode. For like a lot of, almost since probably the beginning, probably even the beginning of the show uh when we first tossed around ideas, you know we get ideas that we tossed around before we even before we did episode one that we haven't done yet, so like there's still everything's a pacing process, but we're st- we still gonna they're still coming don't worry folks but uh yeah, that was no that was definitely uh one of the big ones and I think we talked in the somebody asked us in the 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 the, the question, the the questions from beyond the web um, episode, they asked us about this so if anybody wants to know more about that episode, I guess go peep that episode, you know, we can you on know, a wild goose chase, but uh, that was a lot of fun, you know I think I, my at least how I learned about it, me personally, is I just kind of went down some YouTube holes for hours and hours and hours on different theories and it kind of made sense and that's the scariest part of these theories is when you watch them and they go, you, you go, wow, that actually, you know, that makes sense. That that that, that would that would happen that way, or they do this for that reason. You know what I mean? Um, and then it gets dark from that point on. But um,
1: yeah, yeah, I think that on that one there, we kind of we touched on quite a bit. We touched on portals, aliens, demons interdimensional beings. I mean, we took a thorough look into uh, all of the possibilities there are, and it's uh, what we think we see might not be what we see.
0: Mm. Yeah, that was a classic and the, and the panels of uh, mostly ghostly, that was a classic episode. We move into an episode that might not be, you know, some fans might not consider a classic episode. Uh, That's, episode 24 i'm just joking by that we have dead letter paranormal with our pal kevin crook kevin crook was a fellow um <coughs> is a, is a fellow podcaster on the dorking network with us he has his own show i think the wicked horror show is his show um and while I was a guest on that show, we, we talked briefly. He knew about mostly ghostly. He talked briefly about how, you know, he invested, he did some investigations back in the day a little bit for him. Um, and you know, we started talking about having him on the show and he came on and he talked about some of the investigations that he dealt with, uh, when he was younger and, you know, kind of the history of paranormal within his life. I know his father was a paranormal guy too, if I remember correctly. And um, that has all types of ties into in, in, in like what he does, which is fun. Do you remember anything else from that from that episode? Uh, I remember being
1: very interested. I don't remember the specifics of what he was talking about, but I remember that uh, that he kept me interested.
0: Yeah, at least he's a good talker. He's got a podcast. He's a good man. Now, Kevin Crook's a good dude. Like I said, the Wicked Horror Show on the Dorkening Network. Or I think they're check out the Wicked Horror Facebook page. I think they're running it off of that now. Um, but, yeah, Kevin Crook's good people. Next up, another fan favorite that goes right with our demons, uh, really – aliens, or our aliens, really demons – which is the shadow people are people too, you know. I always hear people dig it on this episode a lot too. This is, I guess, you'd call a fan favorite if you would. Um, I like this one. I think this one's pretty good. Very creepy, you know what I mean? Because those shadow people are those things. You see them the corner of your eye. You see them. Uh, you see a weird light reflection, or you know something move. You know, a s- actual shadow standing there. And, um, I think a lot of people have seen these things and just want to chalk them off to, ah, oh, I still like caught my eyeball the wrong way or something like that. And don't really want to believe that they've seen a certain thing. Um, but I think a lot of people have seen and just choose not to, or choose to believe, you know, and just don't talk about it.
1: Yeah. We did, did, did take a look at a lot of the stories about shadow people and what, are, what the theories are that could be behind them, whether it was, uh. And there were different schools of belief, whether it was demonic or whether it's just spirit that can't manifest. We kind of delved uh quite a bit into it because it's such a popular topic now. People just uh talking about shadow people all over the place, so we gave it gave it a good run and uh found out everything that we possibly could or that they might possibly be and uh also, I think a little bit about your interaction with them,
0: yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I support that. Yeah, that's always, that's a good episode. If anybody out there is looking to get looking for another solid episode to get into, uh, Shadow People or People Two, episode 25 is definitely it. We're at our halfway point. Um, then we pop off into our episode 26, talking to the dead, my friend, which is more of a rebooting type of deal. You know.
1: Well, that one there. Um... It really went into more detail about communi- communicating with the dead, the uh, way that you can do it and uh, what happens when you do. And by that, I mean, you know, every time you, you – uh, if you're communicating with the dead, no matter what you're using, uh, the popular thing now is Ouija board, uh, or you use tarot cards, or you, whatever you may happen to use to communicate mediumship, is you're opening a door. yeah. And- you have to be careful. So we're a little bit more into detail as to what occurs, uh, what communicating with the dead, and how to uh, communicate.
0: Yeah, no, I agree for sure. in um, The next, uh, episode 27, The Paranormal Life of the Warrens. This was fun to kind of look at, you know, the, 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 the fabled, uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren family, paranormal team, investigating team. Um, they're kind of a very mixed bag thing. There's a lot of people that like them. There's a lot of people that really despise them. I just did an episode recently uh, for shock treatment uh, with Mel and Maddie, and I want to say that I'm uh, one of the guests. Uh, I'm not completely positive it was him or the previous guest, so I won't name a name, but. Uh, somebody was talking about how much they didn't like uh, the the Warrens because of their, uh, you know, um, you know, stretching of the truth and, and exaggerations with with some of these stories, um, and how that they would kind of blame, you know, they would they, they would see mental illness and instead of instead of reaching out to get that cured, you know what I mean, they would capitalize on it to, you know, make money, you know, because they were a celebrity and the more crazy stories they could pump out, the better. So if they were saying, so if somebody was mentally ill eating their poop and they were saying, Hey, they're not mentally ill. They're possessed by the devil. Um, they're going to look at it a different way. Um, and uh, you know, it ain't really helping that person eating their poop. You know what I mean? In that, and that, and that circumstance, there may be other situations where eating your poop is good for you. Um, I don't quite, I can't think of any, situations at this moment where that would that would be a positive thing for your immune system and body to intake, uh, to bring that poo back into your body, probably a bad deal. Um, but what can you do with that? You know what I mean? So, yep. yeah, I don't know. Uh, the Warrens, I'm still kind of 50-50 on it. Um, when, when they put it that way, they seem like terrible people. Um, but I guess to more to humanize them, I'll say – They're human, they were caught up in the celebrity. I'm not justifying. I'm not saying it was a good thing, but I'm saying that's probably what happened. And instead they probably weren't looking at it as who knows what they were thinking, but uh they might not have uh it might not have been as cut and dry as just, you know, trying to capitalize on sick people. But you never know. They could have been Scrooge McDuck's. Next up creepy pasta and meatballs which this was the one i was looking forward to doing (laughs) episode 28 um i thought it'd be good because not a lot of folks know really about the creepy pasta craze it's a weird one it's a whole underbelly of weird weirdness uh videos and crazy games and folklores and you know curses and You know, all types of weird dark. It's kind of like when you think of what the dark web is, it's like this is a dark web, big dark web type situation where you find yourself on there and you play this game. And for anybody that don't really know about creepypasta and stuff, creepypasta is a mixture of you have games that you can stumble into that kids play and they get extremer and extremer and extremer as they evolve until eventually the only way to win the game is to kill yourself. And I guess how it would, they would break down the mind to getting towards the end of the game. That's probably like how they do it. So like when they get to that point, they're like, fuck it. Um, and then the other one was um, not, there was the games and then there was like, you know, um, the... Uh, like Slenderman folklorey stuff, where you'd see certain things and you would have to like kill for them. Like Slenderman was a deal that I believe it was um, it was a weird thing uh, where if it's if you see it, you have to like kill your friend in a sacrifice to it, or it'll kill you, or something weird. I forget the vibe, but there was something where people were killing other kids for Slenderman. So like. Yeah, the creepypasta whole thing ties all that weird stuff. And it's like a a newer age, newer age, like urban legend type deal. But like real stuff's coming from it, which I'm sure real problems have came from urban legends, of course. You know what I mean? Um, But it's the same deal with like these creepypastas, more of a digital, digital urban legend thing. You know what I mean? And uh, supposedly it it taps into the, the, the wrong kids do it get caught up in it and they do bad things to themselves and others. So, I mean, that could all be speculation or it could be reality. I lean more towards it being, you know, some reality because there are people out there that are, you know, in a bad way like that, where a game could have, could send them into a direction like that. But what'd you, I know creepy pasta was kind of a new thing that you rate. What was your take when you first heard and started researching creepy pasta?
1: Well, the other thing I, I was looking at, and I believe we brought it up in the show, is the possibility there is evil out there, and they'll use any right. means to be able to uh, to spread their agenda. And right now, what you're looking at is the internet is one way that evil can manipulate people, that can uh, get them to do evil, to spread evil. And I believe we talked about those possibility of those uh, that evil. Making its way into modern society using whatever means it can, which one of them being the internet to uh, try and trap minds and take people.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the internet's dark. A lot of them, for there's a lot of, even the positive stuff on the internet internet is kind of dark when you break it down, you know? Yeah, you gotta be careful. But yeah, creepypasta is definitely something. Listen to the episode. But don't dive any further. That's all I'll say about creepy pasta. Um, then that episode twenty nine: the do's and don'ts of ghost hunting. You know, this was a fun episode to do because you know there's a lot of folks out there that wanna. Because great, you know, I mean, it, it, on it, it sounds very cool. You know what I mean? To hear it, you go, "That's great, sign me up." But this episode is talk about you know protection and things that you should kind of do if you're going to put yourself in that world because you want to be protected is the main thing that we get addressed in that. We address in that episode is that if you're going to go out there and look for these things, you know, when you find them, they're there. And if you're summoning them, they're not just going to leave after you. You're summoning them for a reason. And a lot of these things are tag alongers, man. They get energy from tagging off of you, take sucking up your energy and shit. So like, protect yourself like don't go looking for it if you're going to go looking for it make sure you're protected and protected well not just uh throwing some salt over your shoulder and you know what i mean saying two hill marys but actually look into the appropriate things that you should be doing to really protect yourself and uh that episode could be a good starter so if if you were going to attempt that pop that episode on for shizzle my nizzle okay
1: Yeah, I think I think we talked about some practical things as to, um, you know, if you're going to record, you're going to do this, that, the other thing. But we did we did not ignore. We actually went into art, like you were just saying, uh, recognizing that there's a risk out there, that these entities are real and how to protect yourself to prepare and what to do afterwards. Yeah. And and that in that way, uh, yeah, it's it's a good episode if you're curious, rather than just grabbing a recorder and running into a hostile, haunted place and screaming at them. And that's just downright dangerous. You you've got to prepare yourself, and this episode will help you do that.
0: We do even we even get as simple as talking about equipment too, though I think right. Yeah, yeah, like like what 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 you should have and such. But yeah, that was a fun, that was a fun episode to do just because it was kind of like it was very Ghostbuster like. I felt like a Ghostbuster for that episode. Um, that, then episode thirty, EVPs and cutting through the white noise. Um, that was a fun one too because we really kind of tapped into that whole deal. The that's that's like some unexplainable phenomena that always boggles my mind when you have that white noise and you can make out, you know like a voice saying something, you know what I mean? I always find that, but it makes sense because if we're all energy and you're opening up that, the, the, you're opening up yourself, you know, to, to, to to get that, to have that come in. Uh, but like you're opening up a wave to kind of catch these different waves. It makes sense that if, if it was an energy process that it would, you know, tremor through, you know what I mean? So, I know,
1: yeah, we talked about the pros and cons of a spirit box uh yeah. which, which which uses that that white noise and that energy and how they work. We also separated the spirit box from the actual e v p s we have a recording from the other side that you never heard, but the mic picks up uh we discussed both both of those and uh like I said, how they generated and uh
0: what they might be, yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a lot of fun. I thought that one, that, that complements the, the do's and don'ts episode a lot. You know what I mean? Thought that's a good little double header for episodes. And then we had a little, uh, next up was a nice on location, uh, type episode, um, with the king over there, sitting across from me, Ray Brewin. And that is the Ohio, Ray goes to paranormal prison episode. <laughs> Hell yeah You want to talk a little bit about how that came about and such?
1: Uh, went to the Ohio Reformatory um, I was visiting out in Ohio Actually myself and my family went out there And we spent a lot of We spent uh, several hours in this place Uh, We used Oh, I forgot the name of it The thing that generates words uh, There's a device that does that And we also use, I did EVPs, actually took one picture, which was uh, interesting, took a picture of an empty cell, looked at the picture, and there's this round white thing, gelatinous thing over there in one corner. And I look above the camera, and there's nothing there. And I look at the camera, and it's there, and it's kind of like, oh, okay, actually stepped into the cell and there was nothing there but this and got some good EVPs, some very clear yeah some, some very creepy I went into a cell and said okay I'm here and this didn't hear anything but when I play it back I hear voices say this is our place it's like okay uh huh those prisoners those prisoners still around what happened but we had some fun uh exploring that place I'd love to go back because they have things we can do a full night. I'd love to do that sometime. Take that trip out there. It's about an 8 to 10 hour trip. And take that and uh, spend a whole night in that place alone. That would be good. Yeah, but yeah, that, that, one, yeah. That, that one there. that one there. Um, I had fun doing the trip. And I had fun going over it in the episode.
0: Yeah, that would be a lot of cool. I, w- I want to go. Uh, that would be a lot of cool. I I want to do. Some on location stuff. I know that some of the teams we've had on the show, all of them, all of them have invited us out. Um, you know, certain some places we, unless we traveled out too, we, of course, we could go with them. But, you know, there's some local folks we're going to go on some ventures with once everything's kind of normal if we ever get back to normal, you know. But we'll see. Next up, episode 32, I think it's one of Ray's favorites um, Possession. Some attachments included. You know what I mean? This is a this is a fun episode. I talked a little bit about uh, it's fun how we say it's a fun episode and then we talk about a very dark subject like being possessed. And <laughs> how yeah. More this is more protection stuff where you gotta be careful, you know. Um, but yeah, talking about, you know, the act of being possessed and how how you how you go about being possessed and how it comes to be to hopefully you can p- protect yourself a little bit from falling into a situation where you might have to because possession could be money and things you can it doesn't exactly have to be linda blair floating off the bed with your head spinning around it could be as easy as falling into a funk where everything is going wrong for you in your life you know what i mean or just assumes to be that way you know every way you look is a kick in the face you know what i mean and that's that's a curse too i feel that's 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 a possession of some sort where it's not—it's more inner instead of outer. Maybe you're cre- you you create these problems for yourself, or maybe just the universe is throwing them on you all at once, and it's it's a it's an attack, you know what I mean? But there's there's multiple. It doesn't just have to be slit flesh and you know pea soup spitting. You know it could be it could be on the it could be on the ground level as well. What's your take, Ray? Well, yeah, it it, it could be the basic possession
1: where they take over you, but it could be an attachment. In that case, a spirit or entity uh, as attached to you, and they're influencing your life so that you are, in a sense, possessed because they're now driving you to do things, driving you to behave and think a certain way. And they're possessing your mind, your energies, and making you do things that normally You wouldn't be doing and we go we go into that the dangers of that uh whether you're ghost hunting or whether you're just casually doing rituals that you're not aware of what the consequences were but you thought it'd be cool oh let's try this uh there's dangers in those and we go we go into a lot of that or what happens uh during possession and also in different societies i think we look back in different cultures um as to what some of them do or used to do if i remember correctly uh when they thought someone was possessed.
0: Yeah. Truth. Yeah, it's that's it. That's, that's a good episode too, you know what I mean? Pop into it. A lot of good episodes throughout this these fifty, I will say. Next up, Voodoo Running from a magic. Um, we discuss voodoo or who do in certain places. Um, This was fun to kind of dive into it. Uh, One of the fun things I learned from this is that it's, it kind of got painted with a bad name of all the, you know, it's been Hollywoodized in like a crazy way um, where, you know, they're made out to believe, you know, they make it out to believe, uh, you know, big trouble, you know, to come shrink your head and, you know, cut you up and eat you and shit. But, uh, they're really kind of peaceful folk. You know what I mean? Don't want no deal. And, uh, I thought that was, that was fun. It was interesting to see the, they've even tried to, they changed the name of it to even try to move away from, you know, the stigma around like what's been created for it or, you know, maybe like, maybe what, maybe what it was once upon, maybe back in the the prehistoric days of the hoodoo. But, um, yeah, for the most part regular folk, you know, you can't hate hate on, you know, it goes back to everything. I think your your typical person isn't isn't a hate-filled person, you know, certain people are created that way or whatever, but or raised that way, create, you know, become that way. But for the most part, I think everybody's mostly good folk, Uh, easily corrupted, of course, easily tempted, of course. Um, But for the most part, attempt to be Good folks before they get corrupted or whatever. Uh, some people continue to be true throughout the existence. Some people get corrupted, but I think everybody kind of starts at the same place.
1: Uh, I think on that episode, I think what works, what worked for me, is we got to look into the history and the cultures it came from, and what was behind the Hollywood, and to see what was really there. And that to me was very uh, enlightening, and it, it showed a whole different thing of what it really is as composed as opposed to. Yeah. uh well, how movies warped it and made it into something completely different
0: as they do as they do next up one of my favorite titles for an episode of all time probably um episode number 34 smooth talking and skin walking woo um that was a fun episode skinwalker is a very interesting very interesting uh creature you know what I mean? Um, one of the most, inter- probably like one of the top three of all time best, I'd say, in my opinion. I know you feel the same way from um, the Q- Q&A, little questions thing we did a couple weeks back. Um, but yeah, the Skinwalker episode, uh, I always recommend. A lot of fun. What was your take on this episode?
1: Well, we looked at the Native American idea of Skinwalker. We also looked at uh, d- in different cultures. Um their ideas and what a skinwalker might be yeah it's popped up in different parts of the world and some of it goes back centuries so by looking at the history and getting an idea of what these beings might be uh including inclusive of the native american idea of a skinwalker uh i thought was very very interesting and i think we reached a conclusion that they just might exist
0: yeah i agree you know it's it's you know i i think it's one of the most it's right up there with it's right up there with uh out of all the all the things we've ever talked about it's one of the most to- on the tops of things i wouldn't want to have to deal with in person oh yeah you know what i mean it's one of those deals give me a ghost any day of the week over a skinwalker my friend um yeah, that was a good episode. I had, we had a lot of fun with that. You know, we will probably even do a part two one of these days because it's so much to talk about, so much, so much fun. Uh, next up, episode thirty-five, an episode that Ray Bootman brought to the show. I had no idea this thing even existed, and uh, he brought it up, and that is within the Alaskan Triangle. You know what I mean? Not to be confused with the Bermuda Triangle. Ray, you want to touch touch base on this one?
1: Oh, yeah, that, that's a hot spot, and everybody focuses on Bermuda, but they don't realize that Alaska, uh, with literally, I think it's something like fifteen, sixteen thousand 16,000 people that have disappeared. Boats, planes, um, sightings of a Bigfoot creature, um, aliens come and ships coming in and out of the water. I mean, there was a lot of ground to cover, and that was stuff that a lot was in there that people really never really thought about or kind of oh yeah alaskan triangle but it's a it's a big thing and it's got quite a big history and i find it fascinating all the stuff that we found out about it
0: yeah yeah it's some um, uh and i know in that episode we also tease on a, a future episode that you'll probably catch in season two um uh there's i bet if you want if you listen to this episode I would be, I'd say it's safe to say that there's two episodes that are going to spawn from this episode that you're probably going to see them both in season two, which me and Ray have already started. We've already sat down and started planning out guests and themes so we can bang it out the park for you guys and girls. 2021. We're hoping everything can return to normal uh, in life and that Mostly Ghostly can entertain you with your paranormal needs as everything gets back to normal in 2021. Amen, brother. Um, Next up, episode 36, Object of My Infection, Most Haunted Objects. This was a real fun episode. I like these kind of list ones that we do where we uh, we generate, you know, the, the most talked about, most haunted objects that out there. And kinda, I like how we kind of s- debate them a little bit and talk about the pros and cons and stuff. That always, that's, that's the things I enjoy with they, You know, some of the things I enjoy. There's so many things I enjoy about the mostly ghostly. What do you
1: think some of that? Were- I'm willing to bet that uh, we probably cover some objects that people don't even realize or don't even think about. Number one, they are haunted. There are some from legend and how things can become haunted or attachments can attach to them. And uh suddenly you thought that everything was okay. And now you uh turn around and, uh oh, wait a minute. you trouble. What did I pick up? I mean, I don't know if we that one or another one where uh, we actually talk about my Bridgewater Triangle experience where something attached itself.
0: Yeah.
1: And so, yeah, we, the objects, people let's think, oh, well, you know, the house, the location, well, you know, that phone you're hand, handling, that object that you brought back from uh, that yard sale or that antique shop mm-hmm. can be haunted. And we go into some of that too. Yeah. As, far, as well as
0: the famous ones.
1: Like yeah. The Debit, Debit, uh, what's it called? Debit box. Something like that.
0: Yeah. 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 I remember that. Yeah. I remember the, the talk. Cause I'm a guy that likes to flea markets and the yard sales and all that secondhand store stuff. So I remember that was very interesting to, to, cause you don't think about that stuff when you're at savers, you know what I mean? Grabbing a book, you don't think that, Hey, maybe this was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Maybe it's got something on it. You know what I mean? And when you think about stuff like that, it's like, interesting. Do you, when people die, all their clothes get thrown out, definitely? Or is, do you think there's any way that that shit makes its way back into the world?
1: Uh, well, uh, whether whether they die or whether they're just old clothes that are still in good conditions, they go to secondhand stores, they're giving away as charity, that includes objects you have in a house. I know that um, I used to live in a large place and I, had to down, I downsized when I came here. And there's a lot, an awful lot that I had before that now went into uh, or given to charity or given to places. I made sure that uh, objects that I used in rituals did not go into uh, anything like a thrift store or, or be given away. Very I took care, of, took care of those separately. But uh, yeah, you never know what what you're going to pick up in more ways than one. You pick up an object, you may be picking up a whole lot more just that object. That's
0: true, you know. If somebody did was into bad things, even the stuff in the room with them, like even you know what I mean. Yeah, but I uh, do when uh, to go back to that question, you might not know the answer to it. But when somebody dies and they're brought to a morgue, I assume those clothes are out thrown out? <laughs> there's no way they're recirculated back into the world somehow, right?
1: Uh, I'm going to assume they're thrown out or they're given back to the family if they're not uh, not in too bad a shape.
0: Yeah, that's not something they just... There's a, there's a special fucking uh, goodwill, saver, Salvation Army hamper in the back that they fucking dump them into at the end of the day and they go, this is our support. Because you don't want to... Ah, that that creep me out. The vibe uh, Fucking chilling and something. Chilling in something somebody died in. There's something weird about that. I don't know. I know uh, there's something. There's a little special element to that. But you know what can you do?
1: Well, you know you got the weird wardroom wardrobe bin that they throw yeah. the clothes in. You know that's it for all for all you ghost seekers. They got the uh, bin out back behind the uh, funeral home where they throw all the uh, clothes they they stripped off the dead. Well, nah, yeah, I'm, that's, I'm, that's, that, that's just a bad joke. Uh, no, nah, for a second I was like,
0: it. I was contemplating. Yeah, like, cause the suit, the date, like, yeah, I don't know. We we're we'll about to do another um, when death consumes part two um, because I'm curious. Now I'm curious at the whole element of uh, belongings that 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 you're buried with. Like, I, for a while, I didn't think that they buried you in the coffin. I thought the coffin was just a show. And, like, when they go to bury you, they pop you into, like, fucking, like one of those, 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 those cement, those cement blocks you always see people fucking rolling around, the, the trucks cruising around and the, those things. I always thought that they just put you in, like, a cement casing in, like, in, like, almost a body bag or fucking smaller than a, something a little more elaborate than a coffin. Uh, I guess the I don't know the coffin goes right up in the fucking ground. That nice coffin, interesting.
1: Well, the graves are cement lined, so they don't now, so they don't collapse, and a coffin goes in the cement liner.
0: <sighs> interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's interesting. Some interesting stuff. Um, I didn't do a lot of uh, funeral as a kid. I never. I didn't go to, a. Uh, I went to wakes, but I never went to a funeral funeral, like like casket into the ground until like late teens, maybe early 20s or so, and then it still wasn't consecutive. I, Unless I really know the person, I don't go to that stuff because it's like, why, why, you know what I mean? Pay your respect. You can pay your respect at home to the person, but if you don't know, if you're not super close or whatever, I feel like that's kind of wild. It's a weird deal. I don't know. Unless you're like, I don't know. It all depends on your relationship with the person. But I know people that I'm, I know people that like, I know people, I, I'm friends with people that I know their outlook on death wakes is that no matter who it is, they just don't do it. You know what I mean? Which is I don't, kind of cool. So I feel like it, depending on where you're at, you, you depending on where you stand with that person, if you want to be there or not, you need to be there. You know? It's one of those things. But yeah, it's weird.'ll we'll do We'll maybe season two will have when death consumes part dose, because that could be a lot of fun, you know what I mean? So next up, we have episode 37 with Melissa Potter. Cult, Cults of Personality. Now this was kind of like a trial. I think this is the first time we attempted Zoom. so, um, it is a very special episode, but really, I think the, the main reason for attempting this episode was we had Melon doing some Zoom stuff and we just kind of discussed, uh, uh, you know, the, the topic just kind of became what it was out of just discussion that we were doing type deal. Um, I don't, I think, yeah, I mean, like, I don't, I don't even remember. To tell you the truth, the, the development of this episode is, is blurry for me a little bit where I don't know if it was something we we approached like, Hey, we're going to do it on cult leaders. Uh, Cause I know we stray a little bit uh, or um, if it was like pre-planned, if it just rolled in that direction.
1: I'm not, I'm not sure. I know that uh, we did talk about cults, the influence, the leaders, uh, the influence again of evil, uh, what they were doing, how people can be manipulated. We covered a, a pretty good amount of ground, but I'm not sure how we uh, got into it.
0: Yeah, I forget which what the direction was for it. But uh, nonetheless, it was a good time. You know, we had Mel on. Whenever Mel's on, Mel is on, it's always, you know, fun stuff. Um, anybody, I know we talked about Jim Jones. We talked about Koresh, I believe, a little bit. Uh, Manson. Yeah,
1: yeah, Manson, yeah.
0: So, like, you know, the psychology, I think we tried to break down a little bit the psychology of like the whole cult atmosphere too. But that's a fun one. If you get into like that true crime stuff, or I think you'd probably lean more towards that episode if that was your bag, you know. Um, Next up, episode 38 Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping in and out of the future. Now, this was a fun episode too. We got to talk about time slips and time travel, and all the the weird occurrences that happen when, you know, stories of people driving to drive, taking a six hour trip and then getting there in two hours, being like, "Huh, what? What's going down?" Do you remember that? This remember this episode? Right?
1: I remember. We talked about different things. Uh, Time slips might be uh, well. You take like Gettysburg when someone visits there and they see soldiers marching. Yeah. Are they actually, is there a time slip? Are they looking through time at something? Yeah, we looked at several situations that it could be. I think that's the one where I mentioned one time when I was traveling out to Ohio uh, with my wife. We had planned a trip. And at one point we're, we're traveling and we took the southern route. We At one point we went into, there was a tunnel that actually went through a mountain Yeah. And uh, a trip that should have taken nine or 10 hours. We went into the mountain. We came out of the mountain. We wanted to check our progress. We were suddenly 14 hours. And it's kind of like, wait a minute. We're not even in Ohio and we're 14 hours out. Should be there. You know, after nine or 10. uh, The part of Ohio we were heading towards. And it's kind of like, where did those four or five hours go to? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we don't know. Somewhere along the way, something happened traveling through the country or through the tunnel or whatever where we just lost time. And we actually had to get a room and then finish the trip up the next day. Because suddenly suddenly we're okay, we're making good time, and then so, and then uh, we check a watch and it's 14 hours out. And it's like, we're, what, we're, what, huh, how? But I think we focus more on, uh, like I said, if someone sees soldiers, something that, that could have occurred in the past that you're seeing now, as far as the time slip goes. And yeah, we also touched on uh, portals. Maybe you step through to another time uh, or seen something from another time. We kind of uh, covered our bases pretty good on that one.
0: It'd be cool if you could harness the thing where you can say, okay, I need to get to California in four hours. You know what I mean? That'd be nice. Um, But on the, uh, with that being said, um, with the time deal, um, times kind. Of, if you open up a portal, there, there's two ends to it, right?
1: The portal would be similar to a wormhole. It's got to it's got to let out somewhere, and it's where and what time may not be. Well, where would be
0: different, and the time frame would not be the one that uh, where you left. So when we when we have a situation where somebody blindly walks into, drives into, whatever, flies into a portal, and they disappear or appear somewhere else. Um, Could that be because somewhere else somebody intentionally opened up a portal to try something and that the tail end of it just showed up somewhere else. And that's, that's why they just randomly slide into them.
1: How someone could be playing with it and they, maybe they never closed it. Uh, They opened it up, they never closed it. Um, And it could be that, you know, if, if someone, let's say, whether it's a cryptid or whatever it is, they're, they open a portal and something steps through, whether they think it's an alien, a cryptid, like a Bigfoot or something else. yeah, uh, They don't know what's on the other end of that portal. So, yeah, anything can come through. That becomes very similar to when you're uh, communicating with the dead or if you're ghost hunting. Uh, be careful what you reach out and touch because it just might
0: come back touch you. Be careful what you wish for. Um, episode number 39, my friend, that spiritual house cleaning, you know what I mean? This was a good one. I thought this was like a good knowledgeable discussion, you know, learn a little something with this one where we talk about the different ways to keep your house clean of negative energies. And if something was to, you know, latch on to you and come home with you, add an investigation or something like that, or just out there in life. Um, a good way to kind of keep your house and your life clean of ne- negative energy. I thought this was a fun episode, an important episode, if you will, for for like a, a paranormal audience that would be interested in going out and, and looking for things. You know what I mean? I think this is we. Uh, you know we have we have shows that are kind of uh, fun. We have shows that are kind of hopefully eye opening and create discussion. And we also have shows like this. I think are you know, you know, important to keep people safe in certain situations. You know what I mean? And this is one of those important to keep safe episodes.
1: I agree. It's it's something that people should uh, take a listen to and maybe em- employ some of the techniques that we use in there to cleanse their house and keep their home and themselves safe from anything that's out there, anything negative or evil.
0: Yeah. All right. Episode number 40, getting down to it, getting on down to the top 10. Um, what in tarnation is reincarnation? Um, fun episode, you know, me and Ray, I think this is the one, one of the things that me and Ray kind of aren't exactly on the same page with. I feel, I feel, which is great. It's good to have some stuff like that, but um, Yeah, the whole thing of reincarnation is such an interesting, fascinating subject. And I think we dove into this pretty hard. And the fact that I think that me and Ray both have kind of two different almost sides to it made for better discussion. Um, So this is a good one. This is a good episode. I enjoy this one. You got any takes on this one?
1: Well, I know we took a look at uh, the idea of reincarnation from multiple cultures around the world. Also, going going past. Uh, back in time what people believe then what people believe now so we covered a lot of ground on this one here lo- looking at uh what it might be uh anything from uh the cultural or or spiritual beliefs right up to quantum physics and energy yeah uh, we we gotta we got it going pretty good on this one here as far as reincarnation
0: goes yeah this is I, I, and i heard good word back from this when people did dig that one i remember people hitting me up so that was a fun one. It was fun to do. It was very interesting, and people dug it. Uh, episode 41, Vampires, Fact or Fiction. Very fun. This was a fun one because, you know, you think of vampires and you go, there's no way there's any truth to this. And then you would kind of do a little research, and, you know, there, there, it stems from from realities. But, of course, it's not, not the real deal. You know what I mean? There's not – uh drakul handsome Dracul, flying around making women fall in love with him so he can kiss the, the nether regions um and suck their blood out and make them slaves to to him and whatever without whatever else Dracul does um but i mean it was fun to kind of get into the whole backstory of you know how how, how the the legend came to be you know what i mean
1: yeah, the comparison between Hollywood, uh, the legend, uh, again, uh, particularly in Europe, different stories that the older cultures had about it and how it came about. Yeah, it was it was fun to look at all that and uh, consider it, and what a, what may have driven those stories and those beliefs.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's. Uh... Vampirism's a weird thing, you know. There's people, there's still, there's underbelly societies of people that think that they, they are vampires to this day that would drink blood and do crazy wild things and such. It's funny, I remember years ago I worked with, uh, with a gentleman who, uh, he didn't think he was a, see, this was a weird vibe where like, um, They know they're not, it was a werewolf thing with them where he knew he wasn't a werewolf, but like he would go, he was a part of a club where they all pretended they were werewolves and like there was during their, during like regular lives, they were humans. So people to play the game and then like when they got together, they were like werewolves and shit and they howled at the moon and weird, weird shit. You know what I mean? I can't say it, it floated its boat. So I can't say weird shit. You know what I mean? Whatever floats your boat. As long as you're not hurting anybody, yourself, I guess, go for it. even If you're hurting yourself, that's your deal. Go for it. Who cares? But uh, don't hurt other people. But, um, yeah, so uh, that the element of that is always, you know, very interesting. Interesting, we'll say. I'm always interested by that. And uh, that was why, you know, he was a colorful character. In life, you meet these colorful characters, and it's that's true passion to, to be able to delusionally, delusionally think that you're a werewolf like that. I could only – I can only give, applaud his passion, uh, in delusion. You know what I mean? That's a beautiful thing to be able to have both those things. I also knew a dude in life that this is a little less, this is a little less interesting, but every weekend he would go, he would, uh, go to, go away and to like, a uh, big, this big area where everybody would act like they were living in the medieval time, which is kind of cool when you think about it, but. Every weekend, it, like, he'd go in and, like, they'd do scars on their face that was, like, from, um, you know, it was just, like, part of their character. I mean, it is kind of – it's it's interesting. We'll say – I'm not going to say weird. It's It sounds cool. It's one of those things that sounds very cool, but get, getting up and doing it every weekend – is the part that sounds interesting. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be cool to go there and walk through it and be like, yeah, you know, I'm getting the vibe of actually being like a King Richard's Fair type deal where you're getting the vibe of actually what it's kind of was like back then. Um, And then, but I don't know if I'd want to go do it every weekend, but that, you know, different strokes for different folks, they say, you know what I mean? But I always find that the, the weird, the, the interesting cultures out there that people that think they're vampires and people think they're werewolves. We should probably talk because our markets would probably cross over. And we don't need people with porcelain fangs showing up at the doorstep, like black-eyed children knocking on the door wanting to be let in. Because vampires got to be let in too, remember. But once you let them in, imagine that. Imagine if you had some cra- if there was like a cult of crazy vampire people, and they showed up at your doorstep all in black. And they had porcelain fangs and they were so hardcore that when you let them in the house, they just, they fly, they jump on you. They got their, their, their fingertips are shaved into spikes and they just claw at you and bite. And you actually feel like you're being destroyed by an honest to God vampire. You know what I mean? You're going out the same way you'd go out with a vampire. Like, um, Just think of that, the airiness of that of somebody. They'd have to be a crazy person to be able to get past that blood burbling up in their face as they're uh, biting your head off, you know what I mean? But if the cult was dedicated, they could do such things. There's a cult of Buddy Butterfuko out there. They do those things. I've heard about them. They're crazy folks. Episode on the cult of Buddy Butterfuko in the future. Next up, episode 42, Oozing Malachio, Say Hello to the Bad Eye. Now, this this title threw people for a, a world because they had no idea what the hell was going on. But for anybody who's a fan of wrestling like I am, um, this is a take on the Razor Ramon Oozing Machismo, Say Hello to the Bad Guy um, reference. Uh, and what we're talking about this is uh, the Malachio is, of course, the evil eye, so that's what this episode was on, and uh, it was fun to dive into this, because it was one of those deals that, one of those things that kind of crept over, started with, like, a negative, well, still is negative and serious, but, like, it, it pop culture kind of took hold of it, and made, made, made like, the Ouija board made, like, a bad thing, a household thing, you know what I mean? Not me, right?
1: Oh yeah, I mean it's it's yeah. very prevalent in uh, the Italian culture, but actually goes back to ancient Greece. So that there's a lot of interesting stuff in there about the evil eye and what it is and what to do to protect yourself.
0: Yeah, I support it. It's um it's tricky biz, you know, and the evil eye. It's one you got to be careful with it because even though, like, when you're doing it. Like it's more of that weird thing where you don't think it's a big deal. And even if you don't care about the person you're doing to it, it kicks back on you too. So you got to be careful. You know what I mean? You always got anything evil in it, anything wild. Like like the whole deal. People make the pack with the devil and stuff. you should Like it's not that deal. Like he's double crosser, man. That's how it goes. Like you can't trust. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I, hey, stab your back. That new stuff. Um, so, yeah, that's always – so dabbling with the devil is always bad news. Uh, next up, episode 43, an episode people liked a lot. I heard a lot of good feedback on. That's the Urban Legends firing squad um, where we just kind of ran through a list of Urban Legends and we pop, 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 shot our guns at the ones we thought were false and said, nah, nay, man, nay. I don't, we don't think that's correct so give it our opinion. What was your take? You have fun with the Urban Legend episode? I Yeah, that was that was pure
1: fun. Uh, yeah, there were some things in there you had to look at and go, mm, maybe, and other yeah. things like, uh, no, no way. Yeah, It was just it was just fun to, to run through them and just take a look at them, listen to them, give an opinion.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was good. I, I'm i a big sucker for Urban Legends. I could listen to them all day long, so it was fun just to kind of roll through them and We could, I could do, we could do an urban legends. We could talk about this. We could do the same exact, talk about the same subjects of urban legends every, every like three weeks. And when it get old with me, you know what I mean? (laughs) Just a a discussion of, it's always fun. Um, Same thing with the next thing, you know, that was a lot of fun too. Um, Episode 44, unexplainable phenomena explained, you know, this kind of was like the, We had so much fun with the debunking of urban legends thing that we kind of wanted to roll into a little bit more of like debunking opinion stuff, which was fun of uh, outlooks on some more unexplainable stuff. You know what I mean? Um, Which was, I thought it was a lot of fun. I know Ray liked it too. You know, it's very, uh, it goes hand in hand with the previous episode. You know what I mean? With that being said, the next episode 45, which was more unexplainable phenomena explained, and, um, you know, it just continues to it. It's almost like a little trilogy in my mind. Those three are like a little trilogy of greatness when it comes to the paranormal phenomena stuff. Um, the subjects I never call myself or, or the show, well, I call the show greatness, but I never call myself greatness. But I do think that show is great and, uh, that episode's fantastic. And, uh, rolling through the unexplainable phenomena is a lot of fun. Uh, and, and attacking it at different angles is a lot of fun as well. You know what I mean? So moving into the next episode real quickly, uh, we're, we're very up to date now. We're all the way up to November 18th with this episode. And that episode is Be Right Back, I Gotta Go Tap. Now, that's a reference, you know, of course, in this episode, we're talking about people that have died and then came back to life. Um, that is another wrestling reference. You know, sometimes I throw the wrestling references in there for anybody who enjoys wrestling to get tapping out is when you're in a, sh- a chokehold or something and you're tapping because you're giving up. So when you say you t- you're tapping out of life, you know what I mean? So it's be right back. I got to go tap, which means I'll be right back. I'm going to go die. You know what I mean? I'm uh, very, very keeping it for the kids at most it the goes. So this was fun because the whole afterlife deal, you know, I think some of the, P- you know, you hear about all these stories forever. I know I have, I'm sure Ray has. And it's like, when, when you go to argue the whole afterlife aspect of it, these are certain people that you, would be the people that you would have to flock to for, you know, somewhat real life experience and um, what would be known as truth. You know what I mean? If they are, if they're telling the truth, like that's the deal. Now, the thing that falls in with this is it's like, there's truth there's uh, not truth and there's what people perceive to be truth. Like this person could believe that they really like really honest to God, they could have had a dream or something that they really honest to God believed was what they're talking about. Maybe they were asking God for signs of heaven being real or something like that. And they had a really powerful dream or something, you know what I mean? But I'm not, I'm not saying that, you know, the, the opposite is not real. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that anything could, You know, people could have different agendas and such and be, you know, whatever, whatever the take. So um, be right back. I got to go. Tap was a fun episode, you know, but we got to hear both.
1: Yeah, I think we covered a lot there because we looked at different stories where it happened with people. Right. Uh, We we even looked at uh, medically what happens and what some scientists think it may may be. Um, I think I, I also threw in my own experience when it happened to me. Yeah. So we kinda we of covered we covered some good ground there to kinda of give it a full perspective thing to see uh what may or may not be real when when someone passes and is brought back.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Next up, episode number forty seven. Um, one of my favorite episodes of the season I'd say um because of the interaction with the audience which i always enjoy questions beyond the web you know this was where we it was our thanksgiving episode where we you know we were looking for a way to give thanks and appreciation to the folks that support the show and we thought you know what better way than trying to help it try and include them with uh the show and Help them be a part of it more. Um, so we, we did the thing where we let people write in with their questions and, uh, you know, we got more questions than I thought we were going to get. I was a little worried we weren't going to get enough, but, uh, we got enough. And, um, we got some last minute questions from Hawkman and somebody else, Hawk and somebody else, maybe Melissa. Somebody, uh, we, uh, in the end and we topped it off. It was nice. Um, But uh, I thought that was a lot of fun and I'm looking forward to doing a part two of this, probably in season two. You know what I mean? Um, And if people really dig it, maybe we'll even do more or figure out other ways to incorporate the audience. What was your take on doing this episode, Rick?
1: It was fun. It was uh, interesting to see what the questions were and to try and give some answers or some ideas on uh, what it might be that they were asking about. And just Happy to have the opportunity to uh, get some questions and uh, talk about them.
0: Yeah, it's truth, man. It's truth. You looking forward to doing another one? Oh yeah. yeah I think it was fun. I think it was definitely something we should kind of work into our routine. You know what I mean? It was. Uh, it was good. A lot of good questions too. I will say that. I'll give it up to people. There was some really good questions in there. All right. Next up, episode forty eight. Life imitating death with our pal Ethan Rogers. You know what I mean? Ethan's a, an actor that we, you know, we recently in the last year pre, right before COVID broke. Um, we did a project with him. He was in, uh, Stray, a film from our, our buddies over at Fatfoot Films. Um, they did, uh, which is on a Revell, I think, a streaming site right now. Go check out Stray if you can. Um, but we met Ethan through that and, uh, then he worked with us on a film. And uh, we learned that he kind of did some investigating um, on his own uh, when he was a younger guy. So he came on to talk about that and, uh, you know, some of the acting, you know, know, the difference of, you know, seeing some things on set. I don't remember if we got into seeing stuff on set. Did we ever get into that in that episode? Because I've seen a few things on sets throughout my day.
1: I think we did. I think we did a little bit. He had some good stories in there. Yeah. That uh that that were uh good listening
0: to. Yeah. Yeah, Ethan's a good guy. He's a smart guy too. It was uh, fun. He was a fun guest. You know what I mean? He talked a little bit about his days uh in service, uh, which was nice. You know, there's every now and then you'll hear there's some service guys see see like uh UFO stuff you'll see you'll hear, or maybe some ghostly things, you know. Some unexplainable stuff which it's kind of a weird um like being on I think there's a lot of emotions and tension and weird stuff when you're on, on call, whether you're, you know it, you know, in a desert somewhere or if you're even like just you know, boot camping it up, you know, I think there's a lot of weird tensions and stuff like that. So I think that there's probably a lot of like weird energy around those areas, you know what I mean? So I'm not surprised that they see Things you know what I mean w- no matter what they be you know it could be shadow folks, it could be apparitions, you know what I mean it could be balls of light, it could be uh, you know a number of things, but I'm not surprised that they see they see these things you know what I mean and you take into accountability all the people that have kind of lost their lives under that under that umbrella a little bit you know throughout the years like I feel like that that that's something too you know what I mean when you have a whole bunch of people dying for a certain cause, like I feel like that happened that that plays out somewhere too in an afterlife type deal of energy because um, the love and passion that they had for it or maybe if it, maybe their their passions turned and maybe the other side maybe they didn't love it so much towards the end or something and then they passed and it's like a bad energy because of the bad feelings you know what I mean um, a lot of people dying young and stuff so like that's kind of bad energy type deal. I, I'm just never. I'm not surprised when I hear that there's hauntings and weird things happening, you know, on battlefields or even in the barracks and stuff, you know. But I'm, yeah, yeah. But that was a fun episode. Yeah, anybody out there? That one got a little serious, if I remember correctly. We, we tapped into a little serious stuff on that one. Uh, he also ta- I think he talked a little bit about. Um, a story he's developing that was like a cool story. We won't get into it here. You'll have to listen to the episode, but he's developing a film that has uh, a real paranormal uh, twist. It's a real, uh, it's based off of, like a real thing. And um, after that, episode number 49, the last episode released before this episode, the Nephilim and their flooding destruction. All right. Uh, a lot of fun. This episode was a lot of fun. Uh, the Nephilim episode um, learned a lot of things with the you know, its craziness. You know, the the how tall they were. I assumed them to be like twenty feet. You know what I mean? Like like bigger than humans, but not ridiculous. When when I heard stories of them being a hundred feet tall, uh, that seems. I don't know. That seems a little so far far out of the norm it don't even seem like my mind can't comprehend i won't say it's not real i'll just say my mind can't comprehend 100 100 feet tall beings you know what i mean not to say they're not real but that's just not something my mind can handle i think but um and then the whole thing with the flood how the flood was kind of there to destroy the corruption they created in them you know i thought that was really interesting and you know whatever whoever wasn't destroyed from the flood you know, Killed God killed off in other ways. So I thought that was interesting. You know, very old testament gangster, uh, OG original God, you know what I mean? Um, real, <laughs> real gangster stuff. Um, but yeah. yeah, But also,
1: also don't forget that uh, we also tapped on the uh, different places around the world where they found evidence, truth, and graves of skeletons that were you know, people 15 feet tall. Yeah, so yeah, that that one, uh. That one was a lot of fun uh, with all that was brought up, whether it be the Old Testament, whether it be the digs that that uh, came up uh, uh, with bones or the different legends or stories from the different cultures worldwide.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I dig that. It's, uh, it was a good episode. I liked it a lot. Yeah, we dove deep in that one. That was good very well-rounded, very well-rounded episode. So yeah, that was our 49th episode. And right now we're on our 50th. And uh, I'm pretty happy with this one so far. I like it. We don't have that much time to get faulty with it. (laughs) So I think we might have a successful episode on our hands, a likable one. Hopefully.
1: I like it. Uh, Going over
0: all these episodes, it makes me kind of like, wow, we covered all that ground. (laughs) And there's so much more to go. It's crazy, I know. And I, I can think of gigantic episodes that we've could that we never even tapped into. That's what I love. We got obscure and big. That's the formula we like to do because then it leaves room for the, you know, so seven years out from now, maybe we'll hit up something that you thought should have been talked about in day one. You know what I mean? That's kind of the beauty of the show. So yep. keep it fresh and all that. But, yeah, you know, 50th episode. It was uh, a good deal. You know, year one, boom, shakalaka. You know what I mean? Uh, we're hoping to keep it steady in the upcoming year. The, the show definitely isn't going to stop. We're going to still attempt to go for We're going to take a small little break, but then we're going to pop back in with um, some uh, – we're hoping to go weekly still, continue with the weekly. And I always say hope because, as you know, we'll, we'll be able to start strong. As things progress, as you know – We make films as well, you know what I mean? Ray's an actor, so Ray might catch himself, uh, you know, on location or something where he might not be able to do the show. I might catch myself on location shooting something or like that where we might have to take off a week or so here and there or whatever. But for the most part, we plan on giving you guys 50 episodes a year uh, per season. Um, And that's definitely doable. Uh, We're not going to... You know, we're not gonna. We shouldn't. We're not gonna fail to do that because uh, even if we gotta catch up, do some episodes, double up, and archive some away, we'll be able to give you guys what you want and like. For those that do the support, and we appreciate the support. Ray 50 lodge, fifty lodge. 50 you
1: know. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, no one's getting off that easy. We'll be back to continue to haunt you.
0: Yeah, we're coming to haunt your ass. <laughs> you know I mean? So Ray, it's been a pleasure doing these fifty episodes across from you in person and through Zoom. Yeah, you know, the pleasure has been mine. Hell yeah! But both we had the best of both worlds. We've been able to do the show in front of each other where we could we could fist bump, you know, touch each other, not in the way you guys are thinking about. And then we've been able to do it through the digital waves with the COVID. Where you know everything's kind of digital, now, which is nice though. I mean, it's not a bad deal. Um, but yeah, we'll looking forward to gathering again someday soon. And, you know, here's to the next 50 episodes. You know what I mean? A lot of cool stuff's coming. We're scheduling it out now. I'd say we got at least a quarter and a half of the first, uh, of the, of the first batch of stuff done for the, you know, the first, you know, cool. Like I said, quarter and a half of the next year. So a lot of cool stuff coming. Um, there's some cool stuff that we're hoping to get in this year that we just couldn't get it in in time because of everything else going on and stuff, subjects. So, best believe you'll be seeing them next year, you know, for sure. And, uh, like I said, this will be our last episode of this year. Anybody that leads their mostly ghostly fix, Christmas Eve and Christmas morning, um, we will be dropped boombastic media on the boombastic media YouTube page. We'll be dropping our uh, big Christmas special this year and uh, go pop on there. We got some surprise things going on as well as our our, our new little format where we go on. We do a nice holiday theme, have all the people from Boombastic Media on, have some guests on, get in the spirit of things and uh, celebrate the holidays right and proper with all the people that we care about and care about us, even if it's digital know what i mean so uh if you want to come see us on the holidays come see us on the boobastic media youtube page and other than that you know we thank you very much for the 50 episodes being with us on this it was a fun and uh beautiful and mostly ghostly journey and uh we'll catch you all on the next 50 episodes everybody have a good christmas good holidays good new years and uh We'll catch, you, we'll catch you after the uh, 2021 drops. You want to say anything in closing, Ray? Uh, stay safe. Keep exploring. Keep your mind open. Believe it. And we'll catch you all in 2021 on the next episode and the next season of Mostly Ghostly.